Quest movie. You're ready to go to the hardware store? Yeah, yeah. What would you buy at a hardware store? Uh, I, w- I would uh, skip the hardware store and go to a, a really store. cool bar called the Toolbox. Oh, I did not do anything with this, so you should keep talking about that hardware store real quick. It's not a hardware store. It's a, it's a bar. Well, Is you- it a titty bar? What? <laughs> a titty bar? No, I go to a, a doodly bar. A doodly doo bar. Hey, guys. Tejas. This is your final girl and boy, Emily and Nick. It's your favorite final baby. Yeah. Mikey. What up, dog? Coming at you with a new episode. Are you excited? I'm excited. A weekly podcast we dissect, disavow, and shred. The best summer slasher movies. Um, the best. Well, this week we're going to be doing... Um, we're going back to the 70s. Yeah, this one's pretty cool. We're going to hit one of the original slashers. Back whenever you could be free willing and like get killed. <laughs> yeah. With whenever the 1974s. Yeah, well, for 20 amazing. hours. Yeah. Texas, Texas just changed The first time we recorded this, I think I did a play on the John Larica intro, and I think I wish I had done that in bed. It's chilling as fuck. I'm going to read the box. Um, whoever we'll we'll you talk are, about Night Court later. Yeah, we did talk about Night Court. Harry Anderson. Have you guys watched any of the new Night Court? Uh, no. What's his name? Robert Mole? Richard. Richard Mole. Whoever oh, you yeah. are. Bull. Bull. Yeah. Whatever you know, nothing in your experience could ever prepare you for the horror of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. On what seemed like a perfect day in August 1973, five teenagers went for a drive. They were headed for a nightmare, and a ghoulish house littered with the remains of dead animals waited a family of maniacal killers. They would emerge adorned with bones, skulls, and animal skins to turn the peaceful Texas countryside into a human slaughterhouse. Producer-director Toby Hooper delivers a riveting study of homicidal madness and psychological terror. 1974, your thoughts? My thoughts, uh, right there. I know that was not the Larrakat uh, monologue, but that was pretty good, Emily. Thank you. Like, I will say it. That was, that was very well delivered. Uh, uh, what, what do you mean, my thoughts? Maybe fucking rules. Well, I'm just, I, say, I say it we, every time. All three of us agree this is the shit. Let, it, let's get yeah, in. Let's yeah, get you're going to be shocked no, at no, my rating. Let's I get think into cream in our Me jeans too. about this I don't fucking know if I've movie. I handed out a full. I don't know if I will. Rating. I don't know who Emily, knows if I'll ever hand it out a Emily, full. what do you rate it? We'll see. Well, yeah, yeah, you're jumping ahead. It's going to be a surprise. Player. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, no, no. It's all lubed up. Let's go. Go on, buddy. August 18th. Well, first is the wonderful. <laughs> first is the one. This is my. This and I believe that tied top favorite eight. movies, not slasher, not horror, just movies. I saw them back to back on the same night and it changed me. So we got the great Larrakat scroll. I don't have it in front of me or I'd read it. It's uh, a. The film which you're about to see is a film of the mad and macabre that we. It starts off with that. It does. It's August The film which you're about to see is the story of uh, blah, blah, blah. of Sally Hardesty and her invalid brother, Franklin. The Texas what they did not Chainsaw know is they were about to... Tenet, tenet, tenet. 
the, the mad and macabre they would see that day. The what? events of that day would blah, 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 blah. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Do you guys know uh, I, I love it when he scats. I do, too, when he goes, in the narration, when he's like, the film which you're about to see. It's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's surfing bird. It has nothing to do with Chainsaw Massacre. No. Took my baby no. away from me. <laughs> and she never get back. You're off time. Yeah, it'll be our, our outro song. Go You're on. off time. No, no. Oh, good one, Mike. <laughs> good one. So what is that? Cuban what makes dildo? that noise that's like... That's a fork, actually. A fork? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they like use a, a fork like... scraping across the... And oh. actually, most of the soundtrack, besides the songs that are used, like... are um, sounds from an actual slaughterhouse. Except for stuff like that, that... They use like a fork going across something for that. It's scary. But there's some digging noises. <laughs> there's camera flashes on. Dead flesh. thing ever. Hands and faces. Maybe some boots. I guess this is where nothing has been. Uh, grave Rowling. The news audio the, such comes the, on. The most unsettling intro to any And all movie. the news is fucked. <laughs> like, um, but I guess uh, the grave robber it has made a grisly work of art. Um, he's it's this beautiful, disgusting. It is really pretty sculpture though. of like a corpse holding another corpse's head, and it, it's just really elaborate and. The production design on this movie is insane. Like the house, inside of the house, all the furniture, egg-inspired stuff. We got a journey to the house. So the news um, audio says that there are a dozen empty crypts at least. And the credits start rolling and there's this, the newscast is going on the whole time. And there's this red footage of solar flares and like sun activity. And it's just the sun. But it fucking. I think, tr- I think that what it is is like shit. they're trying to explain how hot it truly is in Texas. Yeah, like uh, later Crazy report says the that it, the high is like ninety nine. The humidity is like ninety nine. It's uh, it's hot. Um, there's news of oil fires at the Louisiana Texas border. There's a cholera epidemic in San Francisco. There's a suicide that touched off a bunch of violence in Houston. There's a dead armadillo on the road. Oh, this is the movie. There's a building collapse in Atlanta. This is the movie that that started my thing with the using subtitles. Um, yeah, I really actually is. watched this with the subtitles. It, it, it's the movie that started so my thing with subtitles, that. especially specifically this scene because of this scene. because of the opening scene because I wanted to know what they were saying on the radio. There was a chi- 18 month old child chained up in uh, Gary, Indiana. But or uh, like now that. I only watch movies with subtitles. It's become a thing that I can completely ignore. It takes away for other people, but it really helps when you're watching these movies. Especially, especially. I feel like a movie you've seen a lot. Yeah, I because I, I'd seen it so many times and I. Didn't didn't know exactly what they were saying in certain parts and i so i put on the subtitles for this and that that started me with just using subtitles in everything i watch basically except for like live tv where it's always behind 
So. so we see a van stopping and Franklin's ramps are put up so he can go piss in a coffee can. He's in a wheelchair. Franklin is an wheelchair invalid. Bound. Yes. Um, Franklin. So a big rig comes by. Shout for Franklin. Kirk is the guy that <laughs> the helps turtle. him out. And this big rig Salad. comes by and it, I think it splats the armadillo. <laughs> Maybe it splats the armadillo. Something goes on. Kirk. It's an armadillo. That's and uh, but that's earlier that it, it shows makes that. it makes Franklin roll down the hill and fall. Oh out of no! It's when, it's when the semi comes and it blows the it blows hay. Into Is it him. hay? Yeah. I was hoping it was the armadillo. No, no, that's yes. that, it, that that that's like an opening shot, and it just shows the van driving like by it. So Franklin, I'm sure that Franklin I never got, understood why that made he had him piss all uh, over him, right? I guess, but I never understood why that made him. His, uh, it would make more sense if Kirk was holding him at that point, but he wasn't. It, it didn't make. It, I never understood why it made him his uh, wheelchair fly down, but it does. So. Well, maybe it's because he had his hands on his dick trying to pee in that can and wasn't holding the chair. Why was wheels. he? Why was he doing that when he was out of the van? You know, like because why did he just piss into the air? Unless he, I mean, if he just has a little dick, he'd be pissing up in the air and it'd be blowing back on him. But so, there wasn't any it, wind. It's so hot in Texas to just piss and it just evaporated as soon as it It seems like it would, yeah. <laughs> and also, when they filmed this, it was like, not only was it Texas heat, but it was the hot, they were going through a, like the heat worst wave. heat wave that they had had in years. So it was like wave. got up to 110 outside all the time. So like that I, I, dinner I, table I, scene was like, a, it was like 130 I, I degrees in there. A, I sat on a wooden bench in Houston once and I thought it was going to melt my debit card in <laughs> through my jeans. That's wood. And you got a hot ass. Uh, mix all that stuff together. <laughs> I guess. I just started. I was like, what? Okay. Cool. So back <laughs> in the van. Have you been, been checking me out, Mike? Pam has multiple books about astrology, and she's reading the first one about Saturn going into retrograde. God, it's something's always going to fucking and retrograde. I'm fucking over it. Franklin's uh, complaining. Oh, Get used to it, folks. Franklin complains she a lot. She don't throw a mean tarot. So they stop <laughs> at the graveyard to see if their granddad's. Sorry. See if the granddad's know. grave had been defiled by Emily Nubbins. just got into deep Nubbins is the hitchhiker. <laughs> and there's uh, Franklin's like staying in the van, and there's this drunk lolling about on the ground, being like, ah, stuff goes on around here. People don't talk about it. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the pap's drunk. <laughs> the yeah. pap's drunk in the tire. Yeah, he's he rules. Sit out back the, of the dude, van I, on the road. I feel like that's like, like we, go to, we go to a certain bar every week. And those guys are just there, and it like it's uh, me. On that. No, it's not. <laughs> no. It's me. I'm not a big drinker, man. Guys, I'm back on the kratom. I'm seeing this guys as I get older. <laughs> Why is depression a thing? So Sally tells back of the van. They're back on the road. Sally tells Franklin, "Don't worry, Grandpa's grave is fine. Didn't look like anybody dig dug it. It kind of seemed like she was lying." And then everybody's like, what the fuck is that smell? Oh, it's the stink of the slaughterhouse. And Franklin tells him about how his grandpa used to take the cattle there. And he goes into, like, how they're killed. Used to be with a sledgehammer. Now they got the gun. And Pam is like, I'm a hippie vegetarian. Please shut the fuck up. Yeah. And we see the cows. We don't see one getting killed. But you see, they don't seem happy. I don't I mean, I don't. Okay. Can you imagine being? Uh, yeah, I, I have cows cow on my farm. We send a, them off for slaughter. A and what? Fuck. Um, I'm hungry. 
This movie, yeah, I think that he made what this movie. What do you want to eat, Mike? Well, I, I like it when Freckles. He's talk. a vegetarian, or was a vegetarian. Paul Pertain? Uh, no, uh, Toby. Uh, yeah. are, Toby. You, are you into cannibalistic beef jerky? Well, uh, now they're going to get some. I think. Dun, dun, dun. So I think I like it when I like it when Franklin's like making the sound of the air guns like boom, psh, yeah, boom, psh. boom, and they're boom, psh. and he, and I know that Marilyn Sally goes, Franklin, I like meat. Can you please stop yeah. doing that? I would like to continue to like meat. Um, and then somebody's like, Hey, there's a hitchhiker. And they're like, Should we pick it, pick him up? And Pam goes, Pam's like, No, he's weird looking. Weird. <laughs> and then when he gets in, Franklin's like, I think, I think we, we just, just picked, picked up Dracula. Dracula. And I think there's something to this, right? So this is not the only time that Dracula's mentioned. And they invite oh, yeah, they no, invite later, him Later into, he says a whole family of Draculas. They, they end up inviting him in. I think there's something to that. And he marks the blood. Like I think. I don't a, think that well, that. We, what, but soon we're doing the fun house, and then there's all this Frankenstein imagery. I think that there's something to. This sh- they didn't just pick this shit by by random, you know. I think there's something to it because they're cannibals as well. They drink blood. The grandpa sucks on her finger, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Toby might have been thinking about her, cool. Ca- him or anyway. Cam Hinkle. Um, they took her jobs. Um, I said that because they then start talking about yeah, Franklin I, I and Nubbins are having a conversation about. Sledgehammer versus the, song the air gun by Peter Gabriel. And I'm he, just kidding. he said, <laughs> Nubbins says that a lot of people lost their jobs because of the killing. You gun. don't know his name is that. And he starts, maybe he's just he's just credited as the yeah, hitchhiker. Yeah, that's Red Condon. Yeah, yeah he he's you, the you only know who he is in the second one. He's his uh, by the second one you figure out his name is what's his name? Chaw uh, is a. Um, I just know him as Nubbins. He's called the hitchhiker though in this one. He's, yeah. That's all his credit is. Yeah. So he's got these weird, gross, po- old school Polaroids that he hands around of that he took at the slaughterhouse. Maybe he took at the graveyard too. Um, and he starts talking about the head cheese making process, and he's just fucked up. I mean, he's he's such a menacing presence. He's such a presence. fucking weirdo. Yeah. Like, if that guy got in your car when you're trying to help him out, you just be like, "Oh fuck!" Like I think he's Ed, Ed Neal did a great job yeah apparently he uh just uh he he acted like this nephew that he had that was on the spectrum or something and uh got him his job anyway nice exploitation he he like he he takes a picture of him or yeah well franklin takes out his knife and he's uh he's like hey can i see that real quick and he's just like fucking cuts real deep into his yeah. palm and just starts giggling like it's a party trick and he gives it back to him and Franklin's like Ugh. yeah and he's like I got a knife too and he pulls a goddamn straight razor out of his boot and Kirk's just like yeah, it's a real nice put, knife it's you real, can put that knife yeah, away he's too. like, it's, it's a real it's a real nice knife put it he, away and he pulls out his camera and he's like pointing it around like he's gonna take a picture or something he finally takes a picture some witchy shit he, he does take a picture he finally takes a picture and when he shows it to him it's like all out of focus and he goes you can pay me now yeah, and he's like, you guys can come over. You guys can come over for dinner. We'll have some head cheese. And he wants two dollars for the picture. And, and Franklin's like, gives it back to him. So he's like, fuck this. I've got black gunpowder pouch around my neck. I'm just gonna pull out some crackhead aluminum foil and burn this picture. No, it's total witchy shit. <laughs> Freebase your image. 
Uh, yeah. He goes, and he does this like shit. weird thing. And then they, uh, they're about what? to kick him out of the van before they do that though. He gets, uh, the, uh, knife and he cuts Franklin's arm with it. And then they push him out. And then my dad loves this thing. Cause he thinks it's so funny, but, um, he's like rubbing his blood all over yeah, the van. He and he's making, the, he's like, he's blowing raspberries at him. And, <laughs> and which Franklin also blows a shit ton of raspberries. He does later. blow raspberries. He even out raspberries the hitchhiker. He, yeah. They are, they are, uh, we should have counted, but I think they might have the same amount of raspberries. They're raspberry brothers. Equals. They're raspberry brothers. <laughs> so, yeah, they've been marked. The van's been marked. I don't think that that with the blood. blood meant anything. I just think he rubbed well, they, it against they, the van. The characters wonder about it openly. They do, but I don't think it really means so anything. Pam starts reading Franklin's horoscope. Oh, it's disturbing and unpredictable day. And then, with this, with this huge gash on his arm. I think she did they get this a before. Mm-hmm. And Sally has also got a bad um, astrological day. It's like it's gonna be a bad day for everybody, y'all. Yourself. Sorry, it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So they pull, Spoiler, they pull into the gas Spoiler. station, and there's this goober staring at the sun, straight up, like looking up at the sun. You when see they pull it. up in the gas station, yeah, yeah. The, the guy that watches the window. I, I think he might be part of the family in some no, way. No, he's not. Well, they stop at this gas station. Drake, Drayton Sawyer comes out. He's the... Not his name in the movie. It's He's just called again, the cook. But, I mean, it is his name, though. But it's but this was not supposed to be a franchise. They're not the Sawyer I, family at this I'm point, not, but they I, are the okay, Sawyer listen, family. I hate this franchise. I think it, all of them are bad except for this one and The Next Generation, which is only I like for laughs. But like to have the, the original be like such a fucking amazing movie... The franchise is fucking shitty, so I refuse to to call them by um, actual names. I'm gonna call them by their names in this movie as a standalone movie, and he is the cook. Leatherface, the cook. Leatherface, the cook, the hitchhiker. hitchhiker. Yeah, and And grandpa. Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll try to use those names. Yeah, because they're not the Sawyer family. Well, they're not. Get it right, man. And and, you know, a Sawyer is just someone that uses a chainsaw, so that's where they got that name, by the way. But well, the cook. A Sawyer. Tells them he has no gas. There's supposed to be a truck coming in either later that afternoon or the next day. And the sign of this restaurant, I guess it's also a restaurant, it says, We Slaughter Barbecue. And uh, Franklin asks about... Wouldn't you slaughter stuff to become barbecue? But it says on the sign, like, all barbecue slaughtered. Well, I mean, but, yeah, uh, that's Frank- how it's made. So Franklin asks about the Franklin place. Does that mean Franklin's name is Franklin Franklin? Yeah, that's a, that's a weird thing, yeah. No... No, that's his other side of the family. That's my first question. But also, no, my second question here is, Drake, uh, the cook tells them, don't go up there. It's fucking dangerous. Yeah, my dad had this conversation with me when I had when I saw this with him when I was about seven. Been, he reiterates it when he sees the my girls. He's dad, like, you don't want to take those my girls My dad up there. said, in his opinion, now this is open to interpretation, but I remember when I watched it with my dad, I was about seven. He's, his idea behind it was that when the cook says that to them, that he's trying to get them to go, like by I saying, see that. because my dad. But there's would, also the thing later where he wants to stop be like, torturing my, him. My dad would always be like, "Oh, you don't want, you shouldn't get that movie. There's a lot of cussing in only, it." And that's how he would get me to get to rent a movie. Say that these are three brothers. Yes. Okay, so he's the, definitely the most socially acceptable seeming of the three brothers. Yes. Like one he, gets, like he, he also yeah. says uh, you see him go in and out. He, he also says he, 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 he doesn't take any, any uh, enjoyment out of the killing. Yeah. yeah, he says I don't find I don't find any. There's a quote. It's like I don't get any 
pleasure out of killing or so something like that. So my third question here is they get some barbecue. Can is I answer that, your Franklin question though? Oh, Franklin. He got his name from the other side of the family. Okay. So it was his mom's last name, a maiden name. Okay. So he's Franklin Hardesty. Franklin Hardesty. But he got his his name Franklin from his mom's side of the family. Gotcha. But so the, his mom's name was, I don't know, whatever, Becky Franklin, Franklin. or whatever. Yeah. But she married someone Becky named Sue. Mike. She, he, she named someone named Mike Hardesty or whatever. So okay, that's how he got his name. Bobby Joe. Yeah. So the, my third question here is, is the barbecue they get? It is human meat. It is human meat. Yes. Because Franklin's just chomp, because, chomping on it. He looks down and he's like, this is fucking because weird. Because when uh, it's, he looks it, like he the, eats a lot the of The way meat. that you know that is, it's implied, but it's when, when Sally, Sally goes back and she looks, there's a long because zoom in shot of the meat being cooked. And that's when everyone's supposed to be able to, to gather that that is human meat. So you don't want to talk about parts you and the, no. the Go on. chili cook-offs and shit? Nope. <laughs> okay. So... Sally sees the bloody smear and starts talking about it. And uh, she asks Franklin for her knife so she can open the Coca-Cola she just bought. Brought to you by Coca-Cola Company. They find uh, the Franklin place. And I uh, think either Kirk or Jerry's like, oh, it looks like Bella Lugosi's house. I didn't, and get, I didn't catch that, but yeah. I wouldn't have without the uh, subtitles. Uh, the couples go in the house and they're goofing around. And Those goofballs. They're just goofing. Well, they leave Franklin downstairs and all go but, upstairs. Oh, there's this close-up of this daddy long legs, like, uh, huntsman. Dude, that's a creepy shot. It's, it's awesome. It's it, it was probably just really there and like, get that shit. But it, those things are spooky. Yeah, Franklin also it. sees some kind of weird thing when he's going underneath the. Sally's talking doorway. about her wallpaper. Franklin's like, Sally, Sally. Yeah, and He'll he goes. Uh, he's he, having a hard time getting around, but nobody will come help him. Yeah, no him. one will come. To, and he's like, so he's, he's like, screaming at me. He's like, laughing. it's going to be fun, Franklin. It's going to be a fun trip. <laughs> and he goes, if I have any more fun today, I think I'm going to be able to take it. It's kind of weird because he does a lot of uh, mock laughing and raspberries, which is the same kind of shit that the family does. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pam and Kirk, they're like, oh, you mentioned the swimming hole earlier. They're going to go look for the swimming hole. And Franklin, Franklin says it was th- down around something. And yeah, he tells them to go between the two sheds. But then he sees like a bone and feather art piece that's just laying there, like it's an not, artifact. Yeah, and he looks down, then and he looks up, and there's and like up, there's like some Blair Witch shit. Yeah, like bones on strings dangling, and he starts. And he's going, like, he goes, Sally, Sally, Sally. <laughs> Sally. That's all he does. That's all he does. He goes up, and I I never really understood what that was, and I still don't. It's like uh, the Sally. It's the but it's not in their art. house, though. So no, it's, but it's right next door. Like it's he's not making right his mark. Next door. He's the grave robin artist of the county. Yeah, but. <laughs> He is the artist. He's the right. artist and, of, and the, of the family. It's called Muerto County, which means like dead. I know. County. I knew that, but outside of Newt. I don't know. That was just something that I was like, okay, that's there. Sally. I don't really understand, but it's fine. I think it's just a foreshadow of what's going to be in the house. Yeah. Because the, again, this is the stuff I love. Like the people that worked on this movie that actually put that shit together. It's great. But, like Franklin uh, and Sally. So Pam and Kirk, they find a ravine, which apparently is the dried up swimming hole. The swimming hole's gone. And they start busting Franklin's balls without him being there, being like, how did Franklin get down here? 
And then he was like, oh, he must, when he was little, somebody must have carried him. And he's like, Franklin was never little. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> they hear uh, Kirk hears a generator they see a house and he's thinking maybe they're about out of gas so he's like maybe I can trade they've got gas so they got a generator maybe I can trade my guitar for some gas or collateral for gas hey, you saw that dude staring at the and sun earlier he's totally into that fucking acoustic then they <clears throat> then they find this <laughs> no I really like this part this lets you know that this shit's been going on for a while they find this hidden covered uh, group of cars that yeah. have been abandoned and yeah. they're, they're nice cars like in good shape and stuff it's not like these people That's should have like all this shit so Kirk knocks on the door Kirk I mean knocks... it's not like that could have happened oh, where did all these things come from and why are they under this fly net well, Kirk knocks on the door and this tooth falls down. He picks it up and is like, hey, Pam, I got something everything's, for you. Everything's groovy, baby. Let's go in. He uh, <laughs> gives Pam this tooth and she gets grossed out and These goes over the swing. Teeth. She storms off and he's like knocking and he knocks so hard that the door opens. And he just goes I know in where there. all those southerners' teeth went. They're on their doorstep. <laughs> and there's this iconic shot of when you first get in the house and there's like a second doorway in the distance a little bit. No, no, and no, no. That motherfucker charges in like a fucking half-cocked idiot. There are all these and then, cow uh, skulls. And then doesn't read the room for sure. <laughs> and uh, then, yeah, he, he fucking... No, no, I mean, seriously, Does I would have walked in and been like... Room. First of all, I wouldn't have walked in. And then second of all, if I walked into that, I'd have been like, oh, no, fuck. Hey, girl, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, Instead, as, he's like, here's a tape. It's a beautiful day. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> well, he saw hearing all these pig noises, and uh, out pops Leatherface. First time you ever see him, and he just hammers him uh, in the head, starts dragging him back, and fucking sorry, Kirk. Kirk's legs are just squirming, and he's like having convulsions. Uh, Leatherface hits him again, drags him off screen, and Pam's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> hey, Kirk, stop goofing!" and Oh, oh, going to the place. The, but fast. that kill scene, man, it's just so, so strong. But Pam's like, oh, I better go check on this. Oh asshole. no, this uh, the scene where like right before Pam goes in and he kills Kirk. When he uh, dies, it's one of the best death scenes. When in the he, uh, no, it's amazing. When yeah. and it's not. If you watch the, I have a Blu-ray and it's it brightens up a lot of the shots so you can actually see him on the floor convulsing and yeah. it's it's cool. But that's not what I was gonna say. Um, when he throws him into the into the room and he shuts the door and there's that the same time he shuts the door it goes yeah, burr. With, with, yeah. Like at that moment, the movie picks up and is horrific and it does not stop like that that moment you know it's like you're in it, it's like you're on a roller coaster and you know they're on a lot like at the very beginning you're on that incline for a while so yeah. you're like oh fuck because as soon you're like i want to get on this roller coaster but then when you start on the incline this you're like, like maybe this was a bad idea and you start like getting kind of scared and you're like eh. so like the all the movie up until that point is like the incline on a roller coaster, dread, dread, and then dread. once that like sound hits when he closes the door and that sound hits at the same time, yeah. that's yeah. like you're going down and you're like not stopping. Yeah, like, I it, like is, it is, it is done. Like you, you're fucked. So Pam has the bright idea. She's like, I'm gonna go check on Kirk. She just goes in there. Like everyone, I fucking like God. Stop going into people's houses. Yeah. In the 70s, Andre, how many teeth they have in there? 
Well, she goes in and she sees this room off to the left and falls into all these feathers and there's bones. And you see this chicken in a cage, but there's like human remains like scattered on the floor. And then she sees like a foot bone and it's like the foot of this like couch that's been fashioned out of animal bones, human bones. Now here's Just where the, this all scene, kinds of this scene it is looks amazing uh, in that room. This scene is where the, uh, is, um, where the Ed Gein, uh, yeah. some, uh that's, because this movie was in, influenced by Ed Gein, though yeah. he only killed two people. Psycho and this movie were uh, very heavily influenced because people say it was a true story. No, it wasn't. Nothing happened in Texas like this. It was based loosely off Ed Gein, and this scene specifically with all like the I think the, the furniture, part, the furniture made of human remains yeah. and shit like that. That's I think the no, 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 nothing like this happened in Texas until like. Uh, they they let their power grid go out because they're private and a lot of people froze to death. But other than that, yeah, that there's was also recent. a lot of uh, Sonny. Are you guys familiar with the Sonny Bean story? Like yeah. the old Scottish it was, family. It was it was also based off it's, the Sonny Bean. It's yeah. part of that. So it was uh, uh, it was a cannibal cannibalistic family. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Texas freeze out, Max. But there's Massacre. like also like uh, with with the human bones, there's like a hornet's nest and a <laughs> cracked turtle shell. Yeah, man. Y'all remember together. that Texas Osage? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it'll happen again. But uh, Pam is not happy to be in there. She starts. She pukes well, and then starts I think like that's an whimpering. Thing. It's like you she's should be quiet. She's, she's almost but you should be vomit. fucking quiet. She's just like. Oh. But she's a, she's she's about to vomit and then she starts screaming. She she starts running. She almost makes it out. Yeah, she she, gets she, onto she does the actually. Porch. She makes this it out really onto the porch and then yeah. he comes. But Leatherface comes behind, and grabs her. He's the too. perfect size. Too it, like Gunnar yeah. Hansen is. He was actually only he's, he wore, he wore platforms in this movie. Um, really, but he's actually which I'm, I'm going to say only, and you're going to be like only. But my dad is six four, so I don't really think yeah. of it as that much. But Gunnar Hansen is six four. The, the, I thought he was a lot taller than that. I thought the, he was like six seven, but he was six but he's seven. Beefy too. He's but he like was like six, six seven when he added because he had to wear these platform the, shoes. The terrifying like thing about this nature. shot though is that it was in the middle of the day, and he ran out and grabbed her yeah. and pulled her back in. Yeah, he yeah. just grabs like, her both arms around the stomach, and she can see her like legs go up in the air. Yeah, yeah. and then you see yeah, that yeah, this is one of the best effects yeah, he, because and it not it's not an effect it's it's in your mind it's a mental effect yeah uh where they do an edit really well so you see him taking her in you see it from the point of view of the hook there's a hook and you see him bringing yeah. her in from yeah. that point of view then it switches over and you see him put her up on the hook but you don't see the hook go into her back Tons of people left the theater, though, thinking they had seen the hook yeah. go into her back. Well, she sells it so well. Like, because the reactions of the victims yeah. in this movie really yeah. make... And Sally's terror. And also, because like, well, this movie is very low on gore. He wanted it to be PG, so he, yeah. he kept a lot of blood out of it. But the he left so much up to the imagination. I mean, people left that theater thinking they had seen that. They didn't see that. It's not in the movie. All right, Mike, go So on. he puts her on this meat hook, right? I never realized until like, like two years ago that she's killing kinda. Kirk. He's like no, he sawing starts Kirk cha- in he front starts of her. He chainsaw never, and starts like, sawing Kirk up. I didn't realize that that's what oh, was yeah. happening until about two years ago. <laughs> so then there's a windmill. Leave me, mister. Change of scene. And we see uh, Sally, Jerry, and Franklin are remaining it's dark now. Young people. They're at the van. It's, it's like around dusk. And Jerry tells Franklin that uh, the hitchhiker's going to come back for him. He's like teasing him. And 
that's that when he's Sally like, and Franklin are fighting over the knife. He, that's because that Sally well, lost. I did. He goes, she goes, well, he goes like, hey, she says what's wrong, and it's like, well, I can't find my knife, and he, she's you like, well, where did you one, have? Where who? Where did you leave it last? He goes, she did ask well, I didn't have it last. You had it last. I feel like this would make more sense Sally. if she had the knife like in her back pocket and found it and like tried to save herself with it later. Well, it's like maybe the only misstep. Because Sally did have the knife last, for sure. She can't find it. And Jerry's like, guys, I'm going to go find Kirk and Pam. And Sally's like, can I come with you? And he, he's like, no, you better stay here. Yeah, because she so was like, Franklin, I want to get away from my fucking brother. Then Franklin, Jerry leaves. Franklin thinks Sally's mad at him. But I can tell she's really mad at Jerry for no, not taking was, her No, she along. was also mad at him. In well, real yeah, life, too, because she was shit. fucking... I'm surprised like, Nick not, hasn't gone off more about how he's annoying not, He knows better, because... Franklin he, is one of them. He learned with his Bob, lesson. With the Babadook kid yeah, and Bob from uh, <laughs> the Voice <laughs> movie. What was it? House by the Cemetery's Bob. Oh, God, there's, Bob. There's the Babadook kid. There's Franklin. Oh, yeah. They're like well, the three in, most in our, in our bonus exclusive episodes, we did worse slasher characters. Hey, Mike, Mike, are you and trying to get me go off about like don't, uh, don't. But special needs people? No. no that's He's not, not a special needs person. That's means disabled, but not in his he, brain. Who, it must have been polio. Because it's live hanging fruit, Mike. I would okay. expect better out of you. Yeah, South Park. I don't know. I, I, I thought more of you, man. What are you talking about? I, I didn't uh, know people say South Park slow hanging fruit, which I mean it is, but I still think it's funny. So, well, Sally so and Franklin dick. are like talking about astrology. You think that shit's real? And Franklin starts getting on her nerves again. And Jerry finds the house and he knocks. Oh, guess what? He's about to leave, but he noticed Kirk's jacket um, is draped. I didn't notice that that's what he saw. Yeah, he sees that jacket, and he's like, fuck, Well, he hears here. noises, and too. The reason I've been, he says, quit goofing on me, guys. Yeah, because he here. hears, well, here's, here's well, I'm pretty sure noises. that noise is Leatherface vocalizing as a female, because at some point, yeah, he he's does. gonna Yeah, he wears different like masks uh, that mean that different things. There's at least two of them, right? There are three. There's a third? Mm-hmm. So it's just this first one. Mm-hmm. There's a second one, Cook comes home. That's when he's, like, girled out. So you have a kit, like a dinner mask? Yeah. As well? Okay, because yeah. he's prepared. He has more like lipstick on and stuff in that one. So yeah, he hears like high-pitched feminine They're presenting like squ- noises. It's like pig squeals kind of. Yeah. To me, that's what it sounded well, like. He goes but, in there yeah. and he makes it back to where we saw um, the meat hook. And this There's freezer, a freezer and you can hear this like shaking. Yeah, you can hear this knocking from the inside of the freezer. And he's about, he he's like opening it. All of a sudden, Pam pops out of it. Yeah, her eyes open and she pops out. And then Leatherface just comes up from behind and starts yeah. hammering ham- a couple times. Jerry's scream right there is so hilarious because it's yeah. so like girly. And then he, <laughs> and he, no, he's like, ah! and he, he smashes <laughs> yeah, him in the skull. Good, yeah. And then he just like throws Pam back in the freezer yeah, and shuts pushes it. Her the fuck back now, down. I don't know. But he's freaked out. This is too much for Leatherface to handle. The actress says that she tries to say that she's still alive, like in the like in now, now, like she'll be like, like "I was still alive." I never died. But I think that that was. I, <laughs> I think she. Died. I think she was dead already, and that was like her body, like like a chicken with his head cut off kind yeah. of thing. Um, I thought she was dead when he opened it. Her eyes came up and she came out because she still had like stuff left in her body or something. I don't so, know. Hey, Leatherface. Actress, whoever you are, come and talk to us about were you alive? 
are you alive? But this <laughs> that is, she no, is, I, I think. What happens right after that? Like Leatherface, like screams, runs to the window, starts looking he's around outside. He's, he's, he's scared. He's scared. He's, he's a boy. He's, he's a little. A he's a scared little boy. boy. Yeah. He doesn't like, he's go. Sit, he does not go out trying sits, to hurt people. No, he people stays in his house. Him. They come to him. He gets scared. It's all these people doing it to and, him. And he does. And that's what he's but been taught to do. The cars. There's all those cars. This is not. You have to kill him, Mike. Is it? You have to kill well, him. Well, he's been taught that. Is it the hitchhiker that's okay? The he's hitchhiker goes that. out, keeps bringing people home. Yeah. And they keep making barbecue out of people. Yeah, but the, but but Frank, but, but a, you know the way the way that Leatherface has been brought up. He's first of all, he don't know no he is, he is mentally disabled, yes. and he, he he's supposed to be. Um, and I think that he was brought up. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Any outside, any he also outsider. used to work at the slaughterhouse. Well, that's later. That's that's a story later on. He's he, is he, that retconned as well? Yes, that's retconned. I thought, I thought the hitchhiker said my brother. No, he he meant he meant his older brother. He did not mean Leatherface. Okay. And um, that's that's okay. you don't you don't see that happen until like a way later sequel. Um, he did not. Uh, so we're not talking about the sequel. So. In this movie, he never worked at the slaughterhouse. He was kept you, at home. I know you don't like them, but would you ever be down to rank them? Uh, I, they're the also. To, I mean, they I would do it, but they, I mean, God, they're also bad. Uh, I mean, there's some. Yeah. They're no. I don't think I could do it. They're also bad. I can't watch them again. Like We're I cannot about do the it. Tip of the iceberg. Right they're here, so bad, and, and there's so away. many of them. Why? Like yeah. the god. I don't like them. I did not like the they, remake. And you know what? Yet. And I don't like you know. A lot I don't, of people like the. You know I don't like one. Halloween. I can't, I can't do it. But uh, me neither. I hate it. Jessica Bill, ugh, horse face. Yeah, I like anyway, Jessica Bill. I like uh, horse face. Next generation I, I is fun. I wanted to watch out of that fucking movie, but that's only because it's ridiculous. I, I even watched that one but, from last year. Yeah, me too. It was awful. It was, um, I've seen worse things. It was better. I, I liked watching. You know what I hate is Malignant. I liked <laughs> watching Trixie and Katya. I just watched Malignant, and I was like, ah, it's better than Malignant. I enjoyed watching Trixie and Katya. These two drag queens that are very hilarious and do Trust like they they did them like a YouTube Netflix show. Like they do it with Netflix. It's like we like to watch where they'll like go through a movie and like talk shit or whatever. And I liked watching them talk about the movie a lot more than I enjoyed watching the movie. But, um, you know, I don't like the Halloween franchise. I would any day much rather watch the ha- all the Halloweens than what have to watch all those fucking Vigo Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Three. Leatherface, where he's got, Leatherface has the C and say. I don't like that. The I, cow but, says moo. But, I mean, I wonder how, if there, I can't, I don't know if there are more Texas Chainsaw Massacres or more Halloween movies. I mean, they're up there. There are a lot. Well, there's the three, the oh. next generation. Then, then there's uh, the remake, is but then they have the, they have the prequel, and then they have the another prequel. Then they have 3D. Then they have like what's, what's 3D? It's the one where he ends up at a carnival at some uh, point. And I don't, I don't know if I've seen that because there's a, there's definitely the prequel. Then there's, there's and like then there's a, one called phase. the beginning, but it's another one. That's eight, and then at least last year you're saying that there's at least nine or ten. At least, yeah. Okay, so quit goofing on me. Mm-hmm. So we go back. Oh, uh, what? The scene where Leatherface gets upset, goes to the window, makes sure nobody else is fucking coming, sits down, starts rubbing his face and licking his teeth. I thought there was just so much. I was going to say feeling, but it's almost like he's also numb. Like, I just felt like there was so much emotion displayed by Gunnar Hansen as Leatherface. There's 10. There are 10 of them. I really love it. 
by the way. I'm just telling you, there are 10 of them. So it's nighttime. 10, 10 movies. Let's rank. Let's watch them all. There's the original continuity, which has one, two, three, four, five. The Platinum Dunes remake continuity, which there are two. And then Millennium Films alternate continuity, which there are three of those. Okay. Yeah. Maybe just the original five. Wait, four. Five. Wasn't well, the fifth one the remake? Uh, the, the, the 2022 goes with the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, because like because an old lady. Because Sa- they have Sally yeah, in Sally it. Yeah, Sally comes back. Okay. Yeah. Would you be down to maybe just do those five? No, probably. Uh, maybe. Think about anyway, it. go on. Behind the scenes. BTS. Anyway, back shoots. to the movie. So it's the full moon. It's the night. It's the van. Because the night Sally is honking. belongs to lovers. And they're both yelling, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. And Sally won't leave because Fran's like, we, let's go back to that gas station, get some help. And she's like, no, I'm not going to leave. And they start fussing over the flashlight. And then Franklin realizes, oh, shit, Jerry has the key. Somebody has the key. Oh, the that's not fair. I used to annoy hey, my ex-husband with that. When they I go, the keys. I go, like, hey, take the keys. Where are the keys, Sally? Take the keys. So then Franklin starts honking and saying, Jerry, and Sally's like, I'm going to go find them. And so he's, and he's like, like, I'll go with you. Let me go with you. Let me go with you. So she's like, I can't push you down the hill. You. So anyway, she gets him too. He's push, she's pushing him down the hill. Let's go. She pushes him down the hill. They kind of see the house, and they're kind of hearing something. And then Leatherface pops out, and he starts sawing on Franklin. Only you person that's killed with a chainsaw in this movie. You don't see it, um, but there's blood splattering. That's the only Sally, kill with a chainsaw. After like a few passes with a saw, Sally's like, fuck, and runs. And then you see a silhouette of uh, him getting dismembered. Yeah. It's like off bit. to the side. It's yeah. crooked. You don't see the chainsaw. There's not much touching. blood, yeah. The only time the chainsaw touches living flesh is when Leatherface falls and cuts himself. Cuts himself, yeah. So this is the first chase. And Plus, this chase the chainsaw shit, she is screaming her fuck. Sally is screaming it her is fucking one of the, head I, off. I didn't realize this until I watched it one time. Stuck. It's one of the loudest movies that I have. She gets her hair stuck in the in the brush. Yeah. like She hurt herself in real life when yeah, during this scene. That and could also, not have been good terrain to No, and through. Gunnar Hansen, even though he was in these like platform shoes, was still a lot faster than her. So that's why you'll see him stop and like be randomly like cutting limbs and shit in the background yeah. and he, that's what, <laughs> but it's really tense because he gets super fucking close to her multiple times, multiple times. I think that's the second time when she's run into the gas station not when she's run into the house so she makes it to she the, runs house. To the house the first door she goes to is locked but then she goes through the front door and he, he saw is through sawing the through the door to get to the handle but uh, Sally goes upstairs and she sees the two grandparents, one of which is very skeletal and a skeletal dog with fur falling off of it. And Leatherface gets in there. He goes upstairs and Sally just jumps no. out of this yeah. fucking second it's story one of, window. No, 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 no. She goes first. She runs back and she scares him. He screams. Okay. Because yeah. that's, it's one of the only movies where you see the protagonist of the movie scare the villain of the movie because when she, she starts running back they kind of almost bump into each other, and she scares him, and he screams, and then she starts running back and jumps out of the jumps out the window. Yeah, Leatherface rushes downstairs. There's a chase part to you. This is the where, one where he gets super fucking close well, to her. And a Sally's lot. running, 
and she fucking hits her head on a branch and falls down. I was like, God damn. Yeah, that was real. That looked hurt. Like she hurtful. she hurt herself pretty bad. Like a lot of the blood in the I, movie yeah, I've got was real. Yeah, you're saying he's close. Yeah, he's really close. <laughs> but she to her. makes it to the gas station, and he chases it all the way around the front of the gas station. But once she gets inside of it, he leaves, The yeah. saw is cut off. Uh, the cook looks out and says, "Nobody's there." He's kind of trying to be like, oh, everything's going to be right. And she's like, we've got to call the police. They're all dead. He's like, we don't have a phone. But we're, the audience, seeing a phone sitting right there on the and fucking wall. And then that's wall. when it shows her looking at the meat. Yeah, well, the cook's like, hey, I'm going to go get my truck. And we'll take it back in the town. And the news comes on. And that's where I found out it was Muerto County. And they're still talking about the grave robbing. Yeah, you see the meat cooking. Gross. And you see her. She's like, you see her face and you can tell she's like putting shit together. But the cook comes back and he's got a burlap sack in his hand. Sally Sally grabs a knife. And he yeah. grabs a broom and beats the shit out of her with a broom, knocking her out. Scene is ridiculous. Yeah, he hit her really hard, too, because Toby Hooper kept telling him, he was like, uh, maybe it's in the truck, but uh, he was like, hit her harder, hit her harder. And like the guy that played him was, he was like the only seasoned actor really on set and um, that had actually done stuff. And he was like, I really don't want to hurt her. Um, but he was like, no, harder, harder. He needs to look real. Well, he ties her up. Puts the gags her with a rag and puts her in the truck with that sack on, and he he starts the truck, turns it off, goes back in to turn off the lights and lock up. He's like, "The price of this electricity will put your man out of business." I love this fucking movie. God, everybody's perfect. All the actors. The I think earlier Edwin Neal says, "My my family's always been in meat." Always been in meat. He doesn't talk like that, but. Uh, he gets back in there and he's driving. He's like, you're going to be all right. He poke, keeps poke. on poking he's got her his, with He's got his stick. stick. He's just poking the shit out of her, like laughing. Yeah. And they're almost there when he sees the hitchhiker. And he's like, you half wit. Turn River's Edge. It's like I poked at it with a stick. Yeah, I mean, this movie is like all about sadism. Yeah. Well, he's berating uh, the hitchhiker. And the hitchhiker finally hops back in the truck, in the back of the truck. And when they get back to the house... The he cook, goes, you, look what your brother did to you, the door! I told you not to leave him alone. Look what your brother did to the I, door! I like the values. Like, they're a murderous family. Like, <laughs> God damn it, don't fuck the house up! <laughs> yeah. and this is when we see the Leatherface second face. The, the, the mommy, cook, like mommy face. It's, it's the cooking Leatherface. The face. house cleaner. Yeah, the, yeah, the... He's being really, like... You can tell Drayton... Or, I'm sorry, the chef. The chef's like, did you get them all? He, he, he wants to be pissed off at Leatherface. And Leatherface's like, yeah, I got them all. And he's like, well, you fucked up the door. And Leatherface yeah, is like, like cowering in front and cowering. of him. Yeah, he's scared. Oh, I feel, feel bad, bad for him. I feel bad for Leatherface, yeah. yeah. Murderous so, cowl. Nah, you know, he can't win them all. God doesn't give with both hands. Just, like, wearing <laughs> he gave with no faces. hands for Leatherface. Well, the hitchhiker... None should be given. The hitchhiker ties Sally to a chair that has human arms. And he takes off the sack and she recognizes him. And you just see the tear on her face. And he's like... He's like, I thought you was in a hurry. Mm -hmm. And this comes to maybe the best scene of all time. The dinner table scene is one of the best scenes. Maybe the best scene of any movie ever. It's... In film history, in my opinion. Like in the best possible way. Like... her eyeballs and oh god but uh it's time to get grandpa 
So the hitchhiker goes to get Grandpa while Because we thought Grandpa was dead. We thought both of those people were dead upstairs, but Grandpa's still alive. The chef starts petting uh, Susie and tells her supper's going to be soon. Sally. Did I say Susie? Yeah. Oh, there's this crazy torso lamp that's great. So the hitchhiker and Leatherface bring down Grandpa. Um... He cuts, like he like frees one of her arms. Who we just well, met last summer and was drunk as fuck. Yeah, hell yeah. He was awesome. He was Jim awesome. Dugan. Jim Dugan's awesome. Yeah, John Dugan. John, John du- Dugan, yeah. Jim, Jim Duggan. He, he wrote a... a Excellent, Jim Duggan. He wrote uh, on my picture that I got. It's a, it's a picture from the dinner table scene and he wrote, it's Hammer Time. Nice. Yeah. To my That's husband. good stuff. Yeah. So... They kind of cut her finger, like Leatherface cuts one of her fingers and puts it in Grandpa's mouth, and he just starts suckling on it like a like calf a on a teat. It's John Diggins. But before that happens, this whole scene is insane. There's like so much going on, and the meat and it's cacophonous, like the sound. And um, it keeps on cutting to her eyeballs that are looking all around the room. She's scared. Um, it's showing the cook. My dad thought that my dad loves this scene because of the cook. How he'll he's like he'll be he'll start laughing and then he'll stop and well, he looks around and he's like uh and they'll start laughing again. She and, passes out while the grandpa is suckling. And then she that she when she wakes she, when back she up. she wakes up from passing out. She starts screaming, and the all three of them. Then they starts, all start they screaming. Start screaming, and finally the chefs or the cooks like, "Y'all, this ain't a party. Stop, knock that off." But the hitchhiker's but like, start play, mocking play, and he's like mocking her with like, "Oh please, oh, oh no, please, no, please, to, to Emily's point, uh, the the cook is the lesser of the sadists of the bunch. Yeah. But he does, he but was he, poking but, the shit out of her in the car. But, 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 but still, he is still. He's, and, but, he's the only one who has somewhat of a conscience. But that's where you can see that he's off the in this scene. Because when he up. starts laughing, and he'll then he'll stop laughing and then looks around and is like, he'll start laughing along with him. And then he'll stop him. Like, he has like the moments of clarity and then he starts terror. laughing again. Yeah. He's sickened so, by her terror. The other two are feeding off of her but terror. But he has moments yeah. where he's enjoying it too. Yeah. And then he'll have moments of clarity himself. where he catches himself and he's like, oh, this isn't right. But then I'll start laughing again. And so, then they're like, all right, let's get to it. Yeah, he's like, enough of this shit. Uh, let gra- let's let and grandpa. Uh, it's the hitchhiker's idea, right? The hitchhiker's right? like, yeah. let's, let's have, let grandpa have a week. And then uh, the chef. The that was the like, mistake, hitchhiker. He killed 60 bees in five minutes. This won't hurt at all. So she gets cut loose and put her head, like she's like bent forward, her head over the bucket where Grandpa can hit hold her in the, the head. Hammer. That's where the blood's going to go, I guess. Yeah. But Grandpa can't hold the hammer. And but Grandpa's does. like a thousand years old, so. Yeah. He's like a desiccated corpse Although of a living person. Although he was a college person. student with a lot of makeup on. But, yeah. Um, but, uh, he can, they, they try like, to help him hold it, but Leather, he keeps Leatherface on dropping like it. moving his arm for him, but he keeps dropping it. He hits her a couple he gets times. Her one, you know, he hits her once. It once it's then, once. Like, he gets a but, good hit on. But then uh, the but, hitchhiker's like, I want to do it. I want to do it. So he starts scrambling for the knife, letting Sally go free because he's, like, being selfish. And she runs and jumps out the window she and runs, it is and now it is morning. I guess it's morning. It's morning. It's morning now. time, yeah. So and she looks around the fucking hitchhiker is on her ass. Yeah, right she's she's her. limping. I mean she's hurt. Yeah. And he comes and out after Leatherface pops Leatherface out. comes out after him. He's and like slashing her back with that straight razor. You don't realize how close they were to the road either until this no. scene. They were very close to the road. You can kind of hear the truck approaching and Sally gets out of the way, leaving or 
Yeah, she crosses. She gets the road. to the road and she she crosses it's just over. Just time for the fucking the hitchhiker, hitchhiker to get and this, smashed yeah. by this truck. So it looks it's good. such a satisfying end to him. Yep. Yeah, it's like goodbye. And then so the the semi stops. stops. The guy gets out to help to see what the fuck's going on. I guess. <laughs> then he sees a huge man but with then, a chainsaw. But yeah, but then so it. he gets back. They both get into the semi and then they get out the other side. It's like just close the door and start driving. Well, like, leather Leatherface is also like chopping at the door, which is just yeah, he just I know, scratches. Like it. just fucking go. He should have just driven. Yeah, but instead they both get out the other side and run all the way around. Now, th- not that before guy, he grabs a wrench. And that, but that guy throws a wrench at him, and then he just he jets. He's gone. He's like, I'm driving. Yeah, I, I don't know where he went, but he, he doesn't get back in He's, the truck. So yeah, Leatherface is right behind them. He turns around, throws a wrench at Leatherface's face. He falls, cutting his leg with his own chainsaw. And he goes, he squeals, he grabs his leg, this then he gets up. pickup Lu- truck comes by. Luckily, thank God, because the, the other guy... The driver keeps running, but off. Sally gets in the back of it. But it won't start at first. Why did you turn off the car? You see a fucking guy with he, a chainsaw. Well, no, he didn't. He, I think he burnt out because he um, he actually turns around to get her. And I yeah. think when he did that, oh. his car went out. I think, car, I think, it's mo- I okay. think it stalled. Well, yeah. it, al- it, it almost fucking doesn't go. Yeah. And he finally gets it going. But, but he drives off. Sally's in the back of the like, car, like fucking laughing, maniacally. Like I fucking made it. Holy yeah. fucking shit! But you know she's never gonna be. <laughs> and Leatherface does the most beautiful, violent dance I've ever seen. It's my favorite scene in in a horror movie. Any hmm. movie is when Leatherface is dancing in the morning with his chainsaw at the end. Very frustrating. Also, cool Sally driving up with uh, screaming and laughing, yeah. <laughs> like covered in blood in the it's back the, of the pickup. So our kill count, we have one is movie. Kirk, who's at, hit at least two times with a sledgehammer at 35 and minutes. Sawed. Uh, but that's not what killed. He's dead already. Yeah, he's already sawed. Dead. So um, two is Pam, a hook through the back, and then put in the freezer. She's found. Uh, she's found by Jerry in the freezer at 46 minutes. At the same time, Jerry dies, and when he's when he's hitting the head with a sledgehammer at 46 minutes. Uh, four is Franklin, who is chainsawed at 52 minutes. Five is the hitchhiker who is run over by a semi truck at an hour and nineteen minutes, and that's all the deaths. So, um, Hooper produced. How many was that? Five. Yeah, Hooper produced the film for um, around one hundred forty-four thousand dollars. That would be eight hundred thousand dollars adjusted for inflation around that, and used a cast of relatively unknown actors drawn mainly from Central Texas, where the film was shot. The um, limited budget forced Hooper to film for long hours, seven days a week, so that he could finish as quickly as possible and reduce equipment content, um, equipment rental costs. Um, due to the film's violent content, Hooper struggled to find a distributor, but it was eventually acquired, and I will go into that in a second. Um, Hooper limited the quantity of on-screen gore in hopes of securing a PG rating, but the MPAA rated it R. The film faced similar difficulties internationally, being banned in several countries and numerous theaters stopped showing the film in response to complaints, uh, complaints about its violence. I don't think it was unbanned in like England until 1999 or something. Um, so it grossed $31 million. With inflation, that makes it um, $190 million dollars it was until halloween took its spot it was the highest grossing um independent picture of all time uh, or the big with the biggest profit um the film's original distributor was bryanson distribution company which turned out to be a mafia front operated by louis perenio 
a.k.a. Butchie, who used the movie to launder profits he made from Deep Throat. In return, the production received only oh, enough... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In return, the production received only enough money to reimburse the investors and pay the cast and crew $405 apiece. The producers eventually discovered that Perrano had... Um, had lied to them about the film's profits. After he was arrested on obscenity charges when his role in Deep Throat was revealed, the cast and crew filed a lawsuit against him, and they were awarded $25,000 each. New Line Cinema, which at- obtained the rights to the film from the now-bankrupt Bryanson, paid off the cast and crew as part of the purchase agreement. Um, the film's original budget was 60000 but during uh, during the editing process, the film incurred an additional 80000 in costs, requiring that they sell off portions of their ownership in the film's royalties. Um, like I said, it was the biggest grossing independent film until Halloween. According to John Larroquette, his payment for doing the opening narration was a joint. Hell yeah. Hell. And yeah, John in 2008, he stated that he's never Night seen the court. In 2008, he stated he's never seen the it's seen the film. Really? Yeah. John Larry again? Yeah. Of course not saying, baby. Marilyn Burns, whose character was chased by Leatherface through the undergrowth, Sally, actually cut herself on the branches quite badly, so a lot of the blood is real. Toby Hooper used a stunt double for her leap through the window, and I don't know which which, yeah, which time one? i don't know which time i think it's the second time um but she actually hurt herself shooting the insert of her falling to the ground so it didn't really matter um like i said even in his lift boots gunner hansen could run faster than Marilyn burns so he had to do random things when he was chasing her through the woods so you'll notice in one head-on shot that he started slicing up tree branches in the background yeah the soundtrack contains no sounds from musical equipment with the exception of some copyrighted music they had the rights to instead they use sounds an animal would hear inside a slaughterhouse. Surprisingly, um, this is one of the least bloody horror films of all time. I'm not going to actually go into all that again. Um, Gunnar Hansen originally turned down the role of Leatherface due to the sheer brutality of the plot, but he was persuaded by Marilyn Burns, who was uh, friends with him, to do the movie. Thank you, Marilyn. Yeah, to, and RIP too. To both of them, actually. Toby Hooper allowed, yeah. and Toby Hooper, Toby Hooper allowed Gunnar Hansen to develop Leatherface as he saw fit under his supervision. Hansen decided that Leatherface was mentally handicapped and never learned to talk properly, so he went to a school for the mentally handicapped and watched how they moved and listened to them talk to get a feel for the character. He also tried his best to make his portrayal as not offensive as he could. Many fans, including those who are mentally handicapped, say that he succeeded at this. I love it. In an interview, uh, Gunnar Hansen stated that he saw Leatherface is completely under the control of his family. He'll do whatever they tell him to do, and he's a little, he's afraid of them. In the documentary The Shocking Truth, director Toby Hooper portrays Le- uh, Leatherface as a big baby who kills in self-defense because he feels threatened. Due to the low budget, Gunnar Hansen had only one shirt to wear as Leatherface. The shirt had been dyed, so it could not be washed. Hansen had to wear it for four weeks Four straight weeks of filming in the hot and humid Texas summer by the end of the shoot. No one wanted to stand near him or sit next to him during breaks because he smelled so bad. Um, After getting into the old age makeup, John Dugan decided that he did not ever want to go through the process again, meaning that all the scenes with him had to be filmed in the same session before he could take the makeup off because the entire process took about 36 hours, five of which took the took to put all the makeup on. So during a brutal summer heat wave where the average temperature was over a hundred degrees every single day with a large portion of it spent filming the dinner scene 
with him wearing a heavy suit and necktie, sitting in a room filled with dead animals and rotting food with no air conditioning or electric fans. Everyone later, everyone later recalled that the stench from the rotting food and people's body odor was so terrible that some crew became... Uh, crew members became uh, passed out or became so sick from the smell. Edwin Neal, who played the hitchhiker, claimed filming that scene was the worst time of my life and I'd been in Vietnam with people trying to kill me, so I guess that shows how bad it was. It shows, man. It's Yeah, no, wait, I'll go further into that in a minute. According to Edwin Neal, um, Texas State Troopers actually shook his hand and thanked him for causing crime to drop 18%. Um, apparently, the message audiences took away from the movie was don't pick up hitchhikers. <laughs> um, Gunnar Hansen said that during the filming, he did not get along with Paul Partain, who played Franklin. A few years later, he met Partain again and realized that Partain was a method actor and he had simply chosen to stay in character even when not filming. And they two, they both remained friends until Partain's death. Um, when it was first released, the film was so horrifying that people actually walked out on a sneak, pre- like on sneak previews for it. So here are the three masks. Leatherface wore three different masks. The killing mask, the old lady mask, and the pretty woman mask. Gunnar Hansen commented, the reason he wore a mask, according to Toby and Kim Hinkle, was that the mask really determined his personality. Who he wanted to be that day determined what mask he put on. So when um, the the cook comes in with Sally, Leatherface is wearing the old lady mask, and he's wearing an apron and carrying a wooden spoon because he's being domestic. At dinner, he wears a different face, the pretty woman, which has makeup. Um, the pretty woman outfit consists of a female wig and a black suit as Leatherface is dressing up for dinner. Um, and then the, he has the killing mask. It's the one where he, you know, is chasing people and killing people. Yeah. Um, the idea of the mask is that there is no personality under the mask. That was the idea of, uh, in talking with Toby and Kim when they created the character. They said he had to put on masks to ex- express himself because he couldn't do it himself. Um the way he we tried to create him, there is nothing under the mask, which is what makes him so frightening. During the filming, the, the dinner scene, here's more of this. Um, it was actually broad daylight outside with no air conditioning inside the house. This meant that they had to have blackout curtains, which only made the house hotter. The temperature inside would sometimes rise over 120 degrees Fahrenheit, and because all the animal bones and carcasses were real, the intense amount of heat began to make the smell absolutely unbearable. Many of the actors have said that they would go outside and vomit. The worst part um, was that the the food was rotting. And for filming for 27 hours straight led to several of the actors suffering genuine sanity slippage and taking Toby Hooper's direction. It's meaning they really were their characters. Not exactly the result you want when most of them were playing cannibalistic murderers. Um there's a commentary that has Gunnar Hansen eerily recounting how he genuinely wanted to kill Marilyn Burns for a few seconds after being ordered to by his brother. Um, Edwin Neal, who played the hitchhiker, said that making the film was more miserable than um, Vietnam. And he might kill director Toby That's Hooper if he ever saw him again. <laughs> Most of the actors did not actually meet Gunnar Hansen, let alone see him in costume before their first, which also usually was their last scene with him. Uh, one of Toby Hooper's techniques for making the film more intense was cutting a small number of frames off of the shot preceding something violent occurring. This small beat catches the viewer off guard as their eye has become accustomed in, to certain shots being a specific length. Cinematographer Daniel Pearl also mentioned a misdirection trick Toby Hooper would use, which was having something on the left side of the frame and then cutting to Leatherface on the right side. Um, the film is unique in that it contains only one instance where the victim startles the villain, 
We talked about that already. Terry McMinn was paid that who's that Pam um, was paid seven hundred dollars for her appearance in the film. Gunnar Hansen earned a hundred dollars more than her. The longest that Terry McMinn could comfortably hang on that meat hook was one minute because it was like a stirrups with maxi like a bunch of maxi pads stacked onto each other, and it wasn't comfortable. Um, originally, it had a two week shooting schedule, but it ultimately took four weeks. So Gunnar Hansen has said, now this chase stuff, I got to talk about it. He goes on to talk about how slow Marilyn Burns would run and how he would have to find things for Leatherface to do to keep him from catching up to her. He also notes that one moment in the chase where he uh, has to make a sharp turn. The first take of the shot, he didn't realize his boots wouldn't catch and the actor slipped and completely fell to the ground with the chainsaw flying up in the air. When Leatherface makes a quick turn in the film, you can notice him overshooting the turn and, not, and coming back because he's trying to not cut his arm off. So... Um, he notes the first time he appeared on camera and how nervous he was before doing the shot. Even though it was a rubber hammer, he struck, um, William Vell, who played Kirk, very hard over the head, then proceeded to roughly throw him headfirst against the wall behind him. So, yeah. probably hurt him. Um, it, it took a whole year for them to premiere this movie, so they made it and it I took a year. a lot of yeah. editing. The leather, like well, I mean, it took 80000 the, it, they added $80,000 to editing. Yeah. Um, the Leatherface name and gimmick were used by many professional wrestling promotions as a tribute for the film. I did this for Ooh. you. The character was first used in Memphis and has been done in many promotions by a variety of wrestlers, including, including Michael K- uh, Kirchner, Rick Patterson, Brian Harris, Dennis Knight, and Ken Ray. big in Japan. Frontier martial arts wrestling yeah. in Japan, sometimes called the character Super Leather. Super Leather. John Bloom, a.k.a. You know John Bloom is? Super. Yep. It's the he. It's a, he's that's his. This this is his favorite movie. Um, he filmed a cameo for the sequel, but it was cut out. Um, it's implied that Leatherface has gender dysphoria, since there are a few scenes in the movie where he's dressed up in women's clothing, along with a mask made from the skin of a woman's face. This, along with the fourth sequel, are the only films in the franchise that show Leatherface cross dressing, while the other sequels and remakes would omit that aspect. Terry McMinn strongly believes, this is Pam, that her character, Pam, escaped from the freezer and made it out out alive as she thinks the character of Pam was a fighter, as she has stated in previous interviews. Sorry, Pam, don't agree. Gunnar Hansen recalls... Talk to uh, us about it. uh, uh, Gunnar Hansen recalls shooting the sequence where they cut Sally's finger and try feeding the blood to Grandpa. The tube that uh, shot the fake blood kept clogging, and finally, after several takes without the tube working right, Hansen simply just cut her finger um and the reason was at this point we were insane he proceeds to explain his only desire at this point was shooting to was to get the film done he didn't care about his fellow actors well-being and this sequence was shot in the back end of a 27 hour workday. he also notes there isn't much acting going on at the dinner scene they really all felt like that yeah um and the final shot of leatherface swinging his chainsaw around was not scripted Gunnar Hansen was actually venting his anger and frustration on set due to the growing production. Um, so Toby Huber and Kim Hinkle were out there and he was doing it very close to them. Yeah. Um, because he was fucking pissed. Showing off. Um, no, he was pissed off. He was like, I'm fucking done and I hate you both and I'm going to get this chainsaw as it close to you as I so can. Well. But Toby Hooper was so impressed that he kept the cameras rolling. Thank God he did. And so, what do you rate Wait, this? I got a couple things. The Hitchhikers and fucking a Power Rangers movie. JFK and my boyfriend's back. Him and Sally are both in this movie called Future Kill, I want to see, about futuristic punks. She's also in Toby Hooper's next movie, Eating Alive. 
Gunnar Hansen is in Mosquito and Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. I wish he was in every movie. Uh, Franklin was in Race with the Devil, which is about like Satanist car. He could chase. walk also. And yeah. And Kirk was in Poltergeist. He's the only one that was in Poltergeist. Um, so what do you rate this, Nick? A uh, perfect movie. Five. Yeah, perfect. All right, five for me. What do you think I'm going to do? I think you should say five. What do you think I'm going to do? I think because I said that you probably won't. It's, 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 if I can find anything wrong with anything, I will, I will not give it a five, but I give it a five. Five all the way down yep. the line. Although Texas, although it is my second favorite movie I've of all time, Dawn the of the Dead is number one because of nostalgic reasons. Night of Living Dead is tied for not, me. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a better movie in my opinion. Uh, it's gritty. It's real. It's fucking Why can't amazing. other filmmakers... So, Get this. Well, I guess because you, you have know to what? Toby Huber didn't do that great of a job and stuff after this, in my opinion. So well, you, you, you couldn't do course. that with SAG actors. Like this was, he was able to torture these people until they put out the perfect ter- terrifying performance. Yeah, well, Stanley Kubrick did it too with SAG actors. So in what movie? The Shining. Orange. Are you fucking real? Have you seen? Have you seen fucking Shelley Duvall? This. Now she's fucking insane. I don't think The Shining's as good as this. Oh, I'm just, no, I'm just saying he, he was known to do that though. Like he would push people to like fucking the edge and you might not think the Shining's as good as this, but it's a good fucking movie. That's a great movie. It's a fucking classic and it's up there in the top five horror movies of all time. The end by. So say gagged on a, on a chainsaw. Say gagged on this yummy cannibalistic barbecue. Say gagged on Sally. <laughs> Say on that wheelchair. Uh, Say gagged on all of our social media, hey, Instagram, TikTok. Sally. Gag me with the knife podcast. Sally. Twitter Say gag knife pod. Sally. Grandpa. Sally. Become a Patreon for member shout outs, early access to episodes, fan requested episodes, and bonus exclusive episodes you won't find anywhere else at www.patreon.com slash gag me with an eye podcast firemarchatgagmewithaneyepodcast.com and next week we'll be concluding our Toby Hooper twofer with the fun house. We'll see you later. Thank you.